0: buddy everybody and welcome to our, um, our Yule Tide, sort of now flowed into Boxing Day. Don't miss it, or you'll be sorry. Okay, well, it's our Yule Tide uh, observation of candle nights. I am your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy, and I'm already embarrassed by that joke I just made. I'm a baby. Ba- I am a baby. I'm a man-sized baby, and my name is Griffin McElroy. Baby G, Big T, Daddy J, here with you again. <clears throat> my brother, my brother made an advice show for the modern era. This is a time for you to gather with your family and say, "Hey, I got this show." Um, it's, it's for you. Sometimes it's for you. Sometimes the- once in a great while, it's for you. There's 51 episodes in a year that you should not listen to because it gets coarse, I would say, the subject matter and language that we use. It gets it's quite blue, it gets blue and coarse. Mm. But not this time. This time, it, it this week, it, it's... Red and smooth. It's nice and smooth. It's like a rough... Most of the time, it's like a rough blueberry bramble patch. And you don't want to go through that bramble patch because it's sharp. There are sharp edges and it's blue. Or but like, this is like a raspberry pillow. This is a raspberry pillow for you to sleep on. Come with us. No curse words. Here we go. No curse words in this episode. Merry Candle Nights to all... <laughs> and to all a good episode. Here, Yeah, well, we'll see if we can do that, that cursing. I don't hold that a lot of hope. Uh, hey, guys, my girlfriend and I were debating about giving children gifts early. I believe giving c- kids gifts <laughs> <laughs> I believe grifting my kids <laughs> is wrong because uh, the long con rarely works on four-year-olds. Uh, it doesn't do anything detrimental harm to them and it's perfectly fine as long as it's approximately by the holiday they are going to get the presents for anyway. She thinks it would make the kids impatient and possibly demean the holiday. We would appreciate your help in deciding who is right. Feuding face-off in Florida. How are, you supposed to get, how are you supposed to get all excited for Christmas Eve and for Ho-Ho to come? If Ho-Ho already came on, like, December the 20th. Well, here's the solution. What if they got to open their presents, but then you're like, okay, that's what you get, and then you re-wrap it, and then they open them again on Christmas? Travis, I don't think... Outside of some, like, wacky memento or, if you will, clean slate scenario, that that goof is going to work. What if you offered them, like, an envelope full of money or they can take what's in box number two? Hold on. I need a paper towel. Did you spill coffee? Justin. This was supposed to be an edit-free episode. It will be. (laughs) Uh, Justin has spilled coffee all over his charger. Um, <laughs> we have moments left before we, the computer shuts down Before the house burns all the way down to the ground With all of our gifts down inside of it Hey, did you guys listen to that Candlelights episode? Yeah, it was real good till they all died in the fire I think we're not the right people to talk to about this Because we decided, we elected To save our Christ- our, our Candlelights episode For the day after Candlelights happened No, Candlelights is a long celebration It, it goes like two months It goes to like mid-February Oh my god I know Um but when it starts is' always a question. Yeah, that's the question. the question well, it doesn't start until we do this episode. So. Oh okay, right. Um, so I, I, I think it's bad because kids, I, in this world, in my life, as a 31-year-old man, I don't have to wait for anything anymore. I don't know? get excited about anything. I don't get I... excited about anything because I can just get it. If I want a new Rachel Ray 12-inch skillet with nonstick coating, I just buy it on Amazon. I get it the next day. Yeah, for 299. I mean, I I, I I miss looking forward to something that much. And, like, your kids are going to be older, and then next year, after December 12th, we're all going to be dead. So why not let them look forward to Christmas one more time? Um, I think it's December 20th, so don't rob us of those precious eight days okay. that we're going to. Uh, also, as a parent, I am not a parent yet. <laughs> Big announcement, everybody. But it, <laughs> I, I imagine as a parent... You get drunk on that power. Of Your kids are powerless. They can't buy anything. Oh, yeah. Your kids are poor, and they can't buy anything. But you can buy everything because yeah. you're rich. Um, so why not lord that power over them? Like, I know what you got, and you don't because you're a kid, and you've never bought anything for yourself <laughs> in your life. Unless I give you, like, an allowance, and you go to... KB toys and buy yourself a super soaker or something i'm saying drink in that power just enjoy it ride that wave as long as it'll take you What if you convince your kids that like yeah you can open the present But then you don't get any other presents yeah, you can. And then and then you kind of like laugh when you say like you went over that but you won't get any other and they're like Oh, we want to open and you're like, okay, and then they open it and then christmas morning Nothing just everything's gone and you're like see what you did because your greed and avarice You get nothing and you teach them the hardest lesson you can have these presents, but let's see you dance first. <laughs> dance first. You know what? Now that now that uh, it, it's the day after Christmas, what you should do is really mess with them, get back that power trip, and just put something else under the tree. Mm-hmm. Say, mm-hmm. "Oops, just three hundred sixty-four more days, and you'll be turned into this bad boy." <laughs> Leave it there all year. Let him let him know who's boss. I'm ready for it. Why are you like you're like pushing against me? Because well, you're pushing me out of the way. Oh, like, I own the couch, Dad. Hey, uh, Griffin. You want a Yahoo? Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. This Yahoo was uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Krista Whalen. Thank you, Krista Whalen. Uh, it is by Yahoo Answers user Angie, who asks, what is the best Christmas song to strip to? Can we talk about this on our family show? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. As long as we keep the answers uh, clean. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a strip tease as part of my boyfriend's Christmas present. Um. I have the naughty Santa costume. I just don't know what song to use. Any suggestions? I, I they suggest they not getting that present. Y- yeah. What? What's wrong with that? What, what's wrong with the holiday striptease and a Naughty Santa costume? Why did she spend so much on the hottest Santa Naughty Santa costume if she wasn't going to do the striptease she, for her BF? She really backed into this idea. I think she should have probably picked the song first mm-hmm. and then gone out and spent 72 bucks at Magic Makers right. to pick up the... Well, it depends thing. on the song that you're stripping to. If you're gonna strip to like Santa Baby, for instance, you want to put on a diaper and a Santa hat. That's mm-hmm. true, and because that'll really ram home the theme. Or <laughs> do really take it to sexy time. Yeah. If you're gonna do little drum roll, you need some bongos, well placed mm-hmm. bongos. If you're gonna dance, if you're gonna strip to the Christmas classic, someone chopped off my arms. You're gonna need commitment. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're gonna need to really buy into the bit. Um, actually, it's funny that you mentioned Santa Baby. That is, uh, according to the the best answer as chosen by Asker, number one is Santa Baby. Uh, it screams striptease," she says. "No, it's the stevie's Christmas song. In that, no, In, no. That, in that, that list is also Blue Christmas, which I could see. I mean, it's a slow Christmas song. Uh, also on that list is Have a Holly Jolly Christmas, mm, mm-hmm. uh, unless her name is Holly. <laughs> or still, still, I think it would be t- a little too fast paced. There would be too much. Uh, yeah, she just it's, passes out at the end. Do the Charleston. <laughs> get those flapper knees going <laughs> yeah. is that what those are called flapper knees yeah wait flapper-ies. Justin I feel that you contradicted when I said Santa Baby was the skeeviest song was the yeah. skeeviest Christmas song skeeviest Christmas song was Dino. Um, baby, it's cold outside. That's the um, especially when you get like so, creeps. Or like you get like Willie Nelson and Nora Jones singing it together. Mm. <laughs> Isn't there a line in there something about my mother will worry mm-hmm. or my family will worry? And yeah. then there's the line where he's like, "No, just drink this. Drink this. You have to drink this. It's so tasty." Yeah, believe have me. To get away. <laughs> yeah, no a, one knows that you're here. I'll call you a liar. <laughs> oh, no. It never happened. <laughs> Um, don't, the holidays are inherently unsexy, right? I don't think Christmas is sexy. I don't think there's much sexy about Christmas. It's about a fat dude who comes into your, your exhaust, your house's exhaust pipe and yeah. leaves you gifts. None of which are sexy because your grandpa is there. And he's like, what's that? You can't have a sexy thing in that box, can you? I would like to see the follow up to this question. Where it's like, well, the strip teas went well, but I probably should have waited until after the family Christmas to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My boyfriend kept saying, what'd you get me? What'd you get me? What'd you get me? And I was on the spot. Yeah, it is uncomfortable when you have to open your gifts in front of your family. And I'm sorry, a strip tease just isn't a very good present because you can internet that. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. it's over in how long is Santa Baby? Three minutes? Over in three minutes, and then it's like, oh, your present's gone. Vanished into thin air, into the ether. Unless it's like the ability to call for a striptease at any moment. A book of a hundred striptease coupons. <laughs> Good for one uh, wholly inappropriate thing. You use it in July. <laughs> That's a gift that keeps on giving. Hey, Christmas tradition for us to adjudicate on. My two sisters and I have one incredibly important tradition. Disaster-themed gingerbread houses. We've done tornadoes, gingerbread house foreclosures, Godzilla rampaging through gingerbread Tokyo. And last year it was a combo, oil spill and WikiLeaks. <laughs> That's from Ellen. I don't know what a WikiLeaks looks like in a gingerbread house. I don't know what WikiLeaks is. <laughs> oh, good. Is that when Wikipedia stopped working for a week? It's when like, Wikipedia got a venereal disease. Oh, gross. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, nice Christmas. Christmas. There's the problem with this year, is that there were a lot of truly really rough disasters. I mean, mm-hmm. you could go tsunami, not funny. Not funny at all, <laughs> actually. Funny. That's pretty horrible. Not f- you f- could make a tsunami uh, gingerbread house, but then you would lose your job at Geico. <laughs> <laughs> could you do an Occupy Wall Street a- gingerbread Aflac, house? It was not it? When Geico yeah. was Aflac. Here, we'll try again. We'll all you lose your job at Aflac, it was a duck voice. Quack, quack. Mm. Can you do... A- <laughs> <laughs> that's why I do instead of laughing now. Thanks. Can you do Occupy Wall Street gingerbread house? I think house? you have to do Occupy Wall Street. Occupy Wall Just a bunch of gingerbread tents and hippies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that and... Um, Twilight. So you spray it with some sort of orange glaze. Or demi glaze? What if you combine Twilight and Occupy Wall Street and like everything was going well with the Occupy Wall Street movie and then the vampire set in. Mm-hmm. What if the vampire... Oh my god. What if Occupy Wall Street people are vampires? Think about it. <laughs> So wait, wait, here's what I'm saying. What better what better place to hide in plain sight? 99. We already know that 99% of the people you know in your day-to-day life are vampires. Yeah, the other mm-hmm. 1% are robots. Yeah, the other 1% are robots. 50% okay. of those vampires and robots are wizards. Uh-huh. Yeah. And another 33% are robot wizard vampires. <laughs> okay, Instead that's Ven- a horrifying Venn diagram you've just created. Yeah, uh, and 0.001% the uh, mythological Jewish golem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, just to keep it uh, holiday-themed. The Golem comes at Holika, right? (laughs) 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 I'm not for it. I would suggest, I think that this is a good uh, Christmas tradition. There's a lot of creativity, which I like. Mm -hmm. There's working together, creating something edible, which is always good. Next year, you're going to be able to turn it out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just pictures of Quetzalcoatl and Ragnarok battling for supremacy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's what's going to happen? A bunch, of, a bunch of ancient gods are going to come out. Yeah, they're going to just... walk the earth. Oh, it's no. going to be Quetzalcoatl, Ragnarok, and Kevin Sorbo <laughs> God, battling for supremacy. Both of his fists are chupacabras. With well, John Cusack <laughs> caught in the middle of it all. Oh, John Cusack, run with your family. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> He, you're not saying John Cusack's a god, right? You're saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying he is our window into the situation. Mm. We can see it through John Cusack's eyes, and that's how we know how it affects us. John Cusack is the universal humanities representative. <laughs> he is. Okay. But, you, but not a god. But not, well. You've, I never, mean, you've never seen him play putt-putt golf. Obviously. I mean, not a traditional god, but right. I mean, he's a god among men. Sure. Do you guys, uh, you guys want to Yahoo, or you want to keep talking about Cusack? No, no, no. I, I'm yeah, going to keep isn't. thinking about Cusack. <laughs> when are you not? Yep. Uh, Oh, this is fun. Uh, Crystal Whalen sent this one in, too. Thank you, Crystal Whalen. It's by Yahoo Answers user Superfreak, who asks, I think I know who tried to kill me. (gasps) Okay, sorry for the fake title. Just wanted to make it more interesting and something to get your attention. Don't report it. Anyways, have a Merry Christmas, everybody. And, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Wow. Isn't isn't that sweet? Wow. Um... (laughs) That's not a question, really. It's not. I just wanted to pass along Yahoo's Christmas Wishes to everybody. <laughs> That's what passes for holiday greetings over there. Okay, wait. So this is my issue with this. this. This girl, this person, wanted to wish everyone Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. And she thought the best way to get everyone's attention to do that is to let them know that there had been an attempt on her life and she thinks she knows who did it. Do you know how many people have wished me Happy Holidays this year? How many? I can't even count a billion, though, if I were to guess roughly one sixth of the world's population with me oh. with So like it, it doesn't matter anymore. But if someone ran up to me and bit me on the face and said, I'm a dog person. I'm a dog I'm half dog, half man I said, What are you talking about? And they said, Just kidding, happy holidays. <laughs> also enjoy the rabies. That one's gonna mean something to me. You're gonna remember that. I'm gonna remember that. Well yes. Um Let's, let's have another Yahoo. What do you one think? Because that actually was... makes sense. This one was sent in by Horse Lover Fat. Thanks, Horse Lover Fat. It's by Yahoo Answers user, touch my pigtails and die, who asks. <laughs> oh, no. If you were a legitimate vampire, as 99% of the world is, who would you surprise with the gift of eternal life this Christmas? For me, it would be Bob from accounting. He has nice hair, and it deserves to look that way forever. Wow. A legitimate vampire. Uh, not one of these fakey, not one of these fly-by-night Johnny-come-lately vampires. Not one of these kids that go to the mall on a hot topic, and they buy the fangs, and they put them on their teeth, and they bite each other. Yeah. And then they get sick from the bites. <laughs> from the bites and the the uh, Chinese-made mm-hmm. uh, fake fangs. they are made of lead, you get sick <laughs> from putting them in your mouth, and then from putting them in the neck. I, I don't know if I can say this or not, but I think I would give that eternal life to the Pope. Make him forever Pope. Oh no. It, you really you're you're you enjoying uh John Ratzenberg that much? <laughs> enjoying, enjoying John Ratzenberg that much that you're gonna you're gonna keep him as a turnip. I just kinda like the idea of forever pope. Uh-huh. I feel like he could really get a lot done. That's impossible. Think about it. If he if he None of us are Catholic, by the way. No, Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> if he if you're a vampire, you can't how is your day going to be? He wears a cross on his hat. <laughs> it's going to be unpleasant. It's going to be unpleasant. It's a labor of love. I'm going to live forever, and I'm going to have migraines the whole time because there's a cross on my hat. Like, what are you talking about? The Pope is the worst. I don't know anybody. His who's, whole style is going to have to change. I mean, that's obvious. His da- I don't know anybody with more day-to-day cross exposure than the Pope. Okay, then I'm going to switch to David Boreanaz. <laughs> Well, that's a little on the nose. Yeah, he's the Pope of my well, heart. I know he can do it. I've, I've seen him succeed as a vampire previously. You are the only one I know that can handle this power. <laughs> I can't... I can't... Tr- Enjoy I- doing bones forever. I can't trust James Masters <laughs> with it. He'll probably just go to a comic book convention and try to make $75. To um, I'm going to say Ellen? <laughs> Why Ellen? Can you, here's my reasoning, can you imagine a world after Ellen, -Ellen, post-Ellen, P.E.? Can you imagine the year one (laughs) (laughs) P.E.? I cannot, and I don't think the world could either. I don't want to imagine. I just want to see her dance, and she'll dance the whole show and never get tired, because she's a vampire, and Mm -hmm. then she'll get angry at her guests who get tired. Because, like, when you're a vampire, you can pretty much dance forever. Can I do Robert Pattinson, just as, like, payback? Surprise. Surprise. Surprise, now you live forever. Oh, what if you gave him eternal life and then immediately staked him through the heart? Mm. Just like right away, one-two punch. Well, that would just be—that would be murder. Or could you get around the murder charge? You'd because be like, he's hey, he undead. He was a vamp. Yeah, you can't. You cannot be tried for killing a vamp. Okay, that's true. Or a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> you get one from a rail car, or a scamp, or a scamp. Get out of here! We're kill Oh, now I got it. I'm gonna turn all of the rail riders, all of the lovable hobos into vampires. Oh my God. Hey ABC, I will sell you the series that I just created <laughs> about boxcar vampires. Beautiful boxcar vampires that ride the rails in and the boxcar cat. trampires. Oh, trampires! Boxcar yeah. trampires. Boxcar trampires. What they'll do is they'll go around and have premarital sex, and then they'll um, they'll go. Some of them go to college, <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and some of them learn a little bit about love, but a lot about themselves. Uh, yeah, and one of them is Nev Campbell. <laughs> Like it's a, a, like, more like matronly, I think. I would have gone with Misha Barton because she looks vampiric in the face region. <laughs> she does, right? She looks hollow. Uh, her and um, Tilda Swinton, I think, would be a good... <laughs> Tilda Swinton can be her monk, and we sign Tilda on. I'm not ready for TV. You get to play a boxcar vampire. Where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> How many times do I have to sign to that, be a boxcar vampire? That is an undeniable role. I, I like... want you to know that sounds like Russell Brand doing an impression of Tilda Swinton. <laughs> How about Russell Brand the Vampire? What's he doing? He already looks like he lives in a boxcar. Whatever the opposite of eternal life is, I would like to give to Russell Brand. I think. I would like to give him, like, 30 second life left remaining. Have one. Um, Just to see what he does. Only now do I know what it means to truly live. And then he's dead. Um... Let's move on. Let's keep the flow going. Uh, yeah, sounds Maintain good. Maintain the flow. My mom tells me the story of how once as a child, I noticed that the presents were wrapped in the same wrapping paper as the previous year, and shortly thereafter, the whole parents bring the presents deal had to be revealed. At what age and how did you all discover this parental Christmas conspiracy? Brian in Barranquilla. It's Columbia. First of all... Wait, what? Wait, I'm gonna read this again. Okay. My mom sometimes tells me the story of how once as a child, I noticed the presents were wrapped in the same wrapping paper as previous year, and shortly thereafter, the whole parents bring the presents deal had to be revealed. Like, wait a minute. The parent, what? The parents bring the presents to Santa Claus, and Santa Claus delivers them. That seems like an awfully circuitous. No, I think Santa Claus brings the presents to the parents. And the parents distribute them appropriately. I don't think Santa, I don't think uh, Ho Ho Saint Cluse would operate with a middleman like that. I think he would. Why? Why are his, his prices are so high? Why does he cut out the middleman? Yeah, there's a lot of overhead in the holiday delivery operation. To my knowledge, if there is this conspiracy of parents bringing the gifts from Santa Claus to underneath the tree. I have not been made aware of it. You know what else is a conspiracy? That 9-11 was caused by aliens was the Illuminati's work. Right. And that's total fakey Hollywood BS. Santa Claus is Illuminati? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I jumped in in the end there. No, Santa Claus is Paul Giamatti in the (laughs) film Fred Claus. (laughs) I can understand how you'd be confused. Um, I'm not sure I understand what... I I think this is one of those tinfoil hat nut jobs. Yeah. yeah. So um, loo- I, loose change, right? Loose sleigh. I get it. I just want to throw out that going with the concept that parents bring the presents or whatever, if your parents, if you called them on that the wrapping paper was the same as last year and your parents couldn't talk their way out of that... Man, they're not good at lying, or they just gave up, or you were like fourteen. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good way to get out of that situation. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 the wrapping papers is set. yeah, it was us, whatever. Why would Santa need to buy new? Okay, I, I, I this is what I feel personally in my heart, and and you people at home may have a different opinion on this, but I feel like Santa Claus doesn't wrap anything. Yeah. No, he's all thumbs. Santa Claus brings the... Ch- that's is he just the delivery man? Is that his only duty? All he does is brings them, eats some cookies, and jams out. Santa Claus is like Amazon. The parents put in the call for presents. Uh, he brings them. I'm not comfortable with that either. No, I don't like I that I like either. that there's a man somewhere in the world who I've never met, nor will I ever see, who knows the darkest recesses of my heart, knows what material objects that- I want. That's the scariest thing to me, because he knows that when I watch TV and the Forever Lazy comes on, there's something that clicks in my head and goes, well, it looks like Travis is going to go Forever Lazy this year, and I don't want anyone to know that I yeah. want the Forever Lazy. Right. Here's, here's the other thing, is that Santa Claus was the only person that knew that this year for Christmas, I wanted a Drive Angry shot in 3D on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And, and did he get it for you, Griffy? Santa Claus did get that for me. Yeah, but he told... He used Travis as his envoy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It came to me in a dream. Santa Claus appeared and said, "Lo." (laughs) Griffin Griffin needs needs drive angry. Travis was, for a moment, made Santa flesh on (laughs) Earth. That's what you're saying. Santa made corporeal. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's your best Christmas present ever? We asked you guys to tell us, and our friend Cole said, I've gotten tons of video games and stuff for Christmas, but nothing beats my blanket. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a tall. Uh, by the way, I'm doing that to people now. I'm, I'm putting in weird inflections. Uh, I'm a tallish dude, and no blankets were long enough, so my mom made me a very long fleece blanket by hand. I'm still using it seven years later. You said that so precociously. That's hey, my blanket. Take that world. Yeah. Nothing beats my blanket. Don't touch my blanket. I mean, blankets are great. Yeah. I'm surprised that yours I I'm a rough sleeper. I sleep rough on my blankets, so yeah. like they don't last longer than 2 or 3 years. So. Straight up, I got me a, a Scotty blanket, a Scottish Terrier themed blanket yeah. about like a decade ago. Went to college with me, moved back to West Virginia, then to Cincinnati. Still have it, use it every day. It's made out of real Scotty skin. Yeah, and that's you. that's how you know it's good quality. Mhm. I think every time you get a present you should look at it and give it a shake and say, I don't know, it's no blanket. <laughs> Throw it aside. I'm too tall for this book. <laughs> Make a taller book for me. My mommy made a bigger book. <laughs> I'm still using that book. i still use- <laughs> That's my tall book. I've used it for seven years. This is like an extra long slanket. Now what's a... F- hold on, I need to take a timeout. What's a forever lazy? Forever Lazy is like the next form of Snuggie, but it's like a full... Like, it wraps around your leg. It's like a onesie with a hood that's a blanket and zips down. It's got compartments. So if you're a dude, you get the zipper to use for the bathroom, and it's got back zippers so you can keep it on while you use the restroom. Nope, 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 it's it's more or less like somebody looked at the sweatsuit and said, this could be lazier. And you said that you, in secret, secret heart of yours that you want one of these? You want an article of clothing that, let me get this straight, you can poop through. You want an article of clothing that you can make bathrooms. The only reason I want it is because in the commercial, uh, it seems to indicate that you could wear this to a tailgate party at a football stadium and no one would say anything to you about it. Everyone would be like, hey, sweet forever, lazy Steve. That's funny, Travis, because it sounds like this article of clothing has a tailgate. It does! It has a little a little portal. For, I, I have to take a exception with the whole premise of your question. As everyone knows, the next evolution of the Snuggie is a closed garage door, three hours, and a, a car engine running. <laughs> and the courage to do what's right. And the courage to do what's right, exactly. You know, I wish they made um, a Snuggie that was, like, separate for your legs and your chest, and instead of being made out of, like, a sweatsuit... It was, like, nice formal wear. <laughs> you mean, a, like, a tuxie. <laughs> like, a tux- yeah, like, a, or just a nice shirt. Like a, tux- a, a tuxie. A, a nice blouse and a casual uh, skirt. So you're saying, like, clothes. <laughs> like, you wish they made clothes. A class, uh, I a guess class a, snuggie. I guess that's what I'm saying. Um... I don't know what situation you would be – is that business casual, you say? Casual, casual? Formal casual? That's not really a thing. I forgot one thing. The slacks also have a tiny zipper in the back that you can unzip and just go (laughs) wild in the bathroom, just go crazy in there. Don't even somebody walks that. My biggest fear in this life is that I'm gonna be at a gas station in Louisiana somewhere using the car, like a gas station bathroom, and someone walks in on me and sees sees my treasure. So now he walks in and just sees you in a tuxedo. He sees me sitting in and he's formal going, t- Oh, don't mind me. I mean, I wouldn't wear a suit jacket to the bathroom, Travis, but I'd be wearing formal slacks and They, a couldn't, they couldn't see anything. That actually, I'm gonna get this real for candle nights. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was eight years old. and we're- <laughs> We were traveling. It's not funny. It's horrifying. (laughs) It is not funny, but you can get, come on, get up in here. There was a, I was at Cracker Barrel. We were on a road trip. We was at Cracker Barrel and I was in the bathroom reading a newspaper and I was making a Tuesday and a guy comes up to the crack in the door and he's wearing a tank top and he looks like a, some sort of vagrant. But he's look, he starts looking in, and then he pulls aside his tank top to show me his nipple is pierced, and goes, mmm, and then runs out. And I said, okay, like out loud, like really loud, to try to scare away or something, and that, that happened to me. So, I guess... Merry Christmas. Christmas! I guess what I'm saying is Merry Christmas. <laughs> we're Cracker Barrel, we're, we're pedophiles pedophiles. <laughs> You're down-home to- pedophile kitchen. Come on, eat, look at some kids on the john, and play some checkers. Everything's okay. You right, Justin? Yeah, oh. I just went to... took me to sort of a weird place. Yeah. Maybe a Yahoo? Maybe a Yahoo. Oh, God. That'll bring it out. Um, it already is out. I t- need something to stuff it back down. <laughs> this one was sent in by Krista Whalen. Thank you, Krista. It's by Yahoo. God! I know, she's sent in like 30. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mycroft, who asks, What are some awkward places to hang mistletoe? Belt buckle. Gallows. Funny, awkward, uncomfortable, or bizarre places to hang mistletoe? Shanks. On... Um, the top of the coffin Oh man What? It's Christmas Yeah Oh gosh The top of the speculum? <laughs> I don't know what that means Okay um, What is that like a ton- What's a funny awkward place to hang You know what I really like? On your belt buckle That's That's, that that's hysterical No, I already said that one. We know. We're commenting on on the comedy. Belt buckles was good. Yeah. What about (laughs) on the back? What about on the back belt loop of your pants? So it looks like you're saying, kiss my fanny. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're reduced to for candlelights. You have to say fanny. Mm -hmm. Now, just so you know, Griffin, in many countries that aren't America, fanny means something completely different. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't know that. What does it mean? That's Darty. I don't want to know about it because you don't. All right. What about. Anywhere, anywhere in the world, anywhere that you hang mistletoe is always awkward and terrible. Guys, have you ever been? uh, You've been. We've all been on this planet for between like twenty-eight and thirty-one years, or no, like twenty-five years, right? 24. But that's okay. Yeah, it's Christmas. You don't know my age. (laughs) That's all I I asked you for Christmas for a card, a birth certificate, certificate. (laughs) (laughs) proof, some kind of proof. I wanted you and Obama to give me a birth certificate for Christmas. Um. Oh, uh, like have you guys ever been to a Christmas party or gathering or somebody's house where there was actually mistletoe? Yes. On display? Um, yes, but not until recently. I went to I went to a party um and I walked into the kitchen. Hold on, wait. This story sounds like it's going to be long. Will it also be funny. No. yes. Yeah. It's very short. <laughs> Is it's linked to well, humor? Let, let me let me let check. me assuage your your fears. It's very short but not funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Break on through then. <laughs> I um, I walked into the kitchen and looked up, and there was a mistletoe in the, hanging in the middle of the room, and around the perimeter of the room were eight guys looking really uncomfortable, waiting for a girl to walk into the room. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go on, come on! What are you doing? Look up! Look up. Uh, oh, you, got, you got me. Get some chopstick. Get your bird's bees. It's smooching time. Um, I, I, I can't, re- I don't, maybe this was a fever dream, but I feel like I went to a boy-girl party in middle school, where mistletoe was hung aloft from the rafters, like, something that you hang from rafters. I think it's the most awkward thing in the world, and I wish people would stop doing it. I've never been smooched, Aww. thanks to, no, thanks to mistletoe. Oh, okay. Pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that's a, that's a real thing people are doing. Are there any good answers on uh, that one? The Fifth Street Overpass, the end of my dog's tail, and- Whoa! That's awful. Uh, and last but certainly not least, on your mom. Ha! Uh, okay, it was funny for a minute. I don't <laughs> actually. It? Uh, above the toilet. <laughs> I like that, actually. Kiss the toilet. Kiss that toilet before you use it. Uh, in the oven. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> Isn't that how Virginia Woolf died? <laughs> what? Looking for mistletoe? Yes, yeah, Virginia Woolf. There is mistletoe in the oven. Just keep Check looking. It out. Keep looking. Keep it. Ah, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, lost her. On the cat's litter box. What's up with people wanting to kiss cat butts? And <laughs> hey, hey, everybody in Mistletoe, you know that you don't just have to kiss whatever inanimate object Oh, It's not like a binding <laughs> That's contract. All people said on your dad's wardrobe. The litter box on a table <laughs> lamp. Light switch. <laughs> Come here, light switch. Ouch. Well, I guess that there's Mistletoe there, so I have no choice, I suppose. These... Every time that I've ever been confronted with mistletoe and someone's like, hey, mistletoe, I always just go, no, and walk away. Like, Uh, there's no penalty. uh, Cassandra says, put it in the guy's locker room, smiley face. I don't think that's going to play out how you think it's going to play out. No, Good game, Brock! Hey, Brick, come here! (laughs) (laughs) Did you just name them Brick and Brock? (laughs) Hello Brock. Hello, Brick. I guess we should have seen this coming. Christmas law binds us, Brick. I know, Brock. Why are we so adherent to it? Hey, good hockey. Come here. That's nice hockey sweater. Let me take it off if you want to kiss you under the mistletoe. Hey, what's going on in here? Get out of here, Brack! Get out of here, Brock! Brick and Brock kiss in Come over here, Brooke, you're cool. Brooke! Bring this kiss party! Guys, no, it's pronounced Bruce for the last time it's Bruce. <laughs> it's Bruce. Uh I'm a 24-year-old dude, and I really just enjoy giving presents to my friends. I don't give expensive or ostentatious gifts. I generally just enjoy being able to find and give a thoughtful gift. My problem is, I always wind up feeling slighted or annoyed if my friends can't even bother to return the favor. Um, am I... (laughs) That's how it looks to me when you say, oh, you are. Uh, Am I giving gifts for the wrong reason? Or should I expect a bit of courtesy from my close friends? That's from Jarsh. Hey, Josh. You are taking a turn right in the middle of that question. We're like, I just like giving my friends presents. Turn? oh man, my friends don't give me presents back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like giving presents. And I guess I also like getting them very much. <laughs> I wish that, that second part was happening. Um, I mean, it does make it it, it... it has less to do with the fact that you're not getting back possessions that you can then have and add to your your vault. But... That it makes it awkward when you get someone a present and they don't get you a present back. It makes it awkward for both parties. I think that you have to be, I think we might have talked about this before but I think the best thing to do is keep in your card non-perishable like $10 to $20 presents but don't, if you know, you can look around at the people in your life and know like, they're not going to get me a present. Yeah. If you see something for them that you're just like so moved, like Oh man, he loves, you know, these tiny figurines and you see those tiny figurines and it's like a buck, <sighs> grab it for him. But it's not a contract. You're not making an unspoken deal with him like, hey I got you this, so uh where's my thing? I have a dumpsters worth of Ferrero Rocher cartons in the trunk of my Toyota Matrix that I just keep like, Oh thanks, one sec. <laughs> I left yours in the car. I forgot yours in the car. It's it- not wrapped. It's Ferrero Rochers. Ro- 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 it's half eaten. <laughs> I hope you like hazelnut. <laughs> um, it smelled just like it sounds. I thought your gift to me was that you are going to stop mispronouncing hazelnut. It's hazelnut. Uh, actually, you're the one mispronouncing it if you read the original German translation of the word. Hot sale, <laughs> 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 um, I <laughs> You... I actually genuinely like getting people gifts. If you have a friendship with somebody, then... You have to ask yourself. Look back at the past year. Didn't they do some? I know that every friend that I have has done something for me or been considerate in some way for me over the past year that makes that is worth more to me than whatever gift they would otherwise get. You know, whether it's a yeah, that's a good fun, way of looking at it. Phone call. You know, when I'm feeling sick or you know, helping me out with a project or whatever it is. They picked up a movie tab or like yeah, you dinner. Or something. Yeah, that, if you think about. back over the past year, I'm sure that person has done something. If they haven't done something. That merits a ten dollar present, then then you know maybe you need to reevaluate your friendship. But I bet if you think about it, there's probably something that's happened that just makes you want to get them a present because you care about them. Now, does that mean that they that you should be hurt if they, um, you know, don't get you something? No, absolutely, absolutely, it should. No, it no, 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 it shouldn't. For all you young guys out there, I'm going to clue you into something that I think is is the best thing for the holiday season for this very reason. And it's Christmas cards. It's something that says, hey, you're my friend, and I was thinking about you on Christmas, and Merry Christmas. Sorry there's no toys in this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I forgot to put the check in. I forgot any toys. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you, y- you are giving gifts for the wrong reason. If you really like giving people gifts, do it for yourself because it makes you feel good. But, I mean, honestly, at this point in my life, the best gift someone could give me is to tell me that they don't, That I don't have to find a place to put a thing, (laughs) like you don't have to spit. You find a place to put this. So Merry Christmas, I guess. I evaluate my whole year by the number of boxes under my candle nights, candle holder. Right? Have you been a very good boy? There's only one way of finding out. There's only one way of finding out my year's successes and failures. Yeah. Today, this this year, I ended up with twenty-two. Twenty two boxes or twenty two successes. Twenty two boxes, which I guess translates over to twenty two successes. Mm-hmm. I was shooting for thirty though. So I guess I wasn't as good a boy as I thought I was. Ow, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> My cat's trying to interrupt the show by attacking Griffin. Hey, here's a Christmas tradition. Minnie Wombat and I have decided all our Christmases will be spent watching Nicholas Cage movies and ignoring family phone calls. Okay, that last one is just mine. That's from Julie A. K. A. Wee's girl. Um I, I think that that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I think it becomes unsustainable unless you're going to watch the same ones every year. I think you could get a day's worth of solid Nicolas Cage entertainment. And I'm going to take it one step further. And instead of just no, uh, uh, ignoring the phone calls, board up the windows... Hunker down and pretend like you are the last people on Earth and you're watching Nicolas Cage. Post-apocalyptic Cage. Yeah, turn it around like this, post-apocalyptic Christmas. Now, Travis, when you bought me, when you sent through via Santa Claus's Magic Network uh uh, Drive Angry Shot in 3D on on Blu-ray, was it because you had read this question and thought maybe this is a tradition I could get into? That you could hunker down and ignore your family for the rest of our lives? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I'm, ju- I'm just looking for some logic in the in the, dar- the darkness well <laughs> this is this is a place a uh, good point in the show to discuss the um, a, a little bit of Christmas uh, knowledge that I've picked up a little bit of candle Knights knowledge and that is when it comes to the idea of buying someone a quote unquote funny gift it's important to remember that it's real funny for like three minutes yeah and then they have it for the rest of their lives <laughs> that, yeah drive angry in 3d is an awesome movie got exactly. it. It is a, it's a it's a real good film. <laughs> I, I thought about it long and hard of if it was a funny present or something, Griffin. Now, Griffin, I want you to look me square in the eye and tell me you won't am watch I that get, movie. Am I going to get drunk in like two weeks and just pound through it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to tear that movie apart. Exactly. Now, um, have you seen it once already? I have, yeah. I saw it in 3D as God intended. <laughs> what worries me is that the box doesn't have the full title. It just says Drive Angry, not Drive Angry Shot in 3D. So I'm wondering like if it's store brand removed from its 3D environment, from its natural Natural habitat. If the the film has changed in some way, it actually becomes a, a, a slow, respectful meditation on the briefness of human existence, mm-hmm. or brevity, or briefness. Both <laughs> words. Briefness was my favorite 1980s rapper. I like <laughs> Kumo D. I like the briefness, and I like Slick Mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the gift, Travis. It's very nice. You're welcome, Griffin. Justin, I'm sorry I didn't get you anything. Yeah, maybe next year. Uh, Griffin, you got any more yahoos? Are we done yet? Holiday... I feel like we've only been going like, 20 minutes. Holiday comedy? 40 minutes. 40 minutes. How do you... Here, this is good. Uh, Yahoo Answers... uh, Or, I'm sorry, Krista Whalen sent this one in, too. Thank you. Jesus Christ! It's by Yahoo Answers user... Happy birthday! (laughs) Yahoo Answers user Monty, who asks... How to react to a bad Christmas present. My mom asked me if I was going to see Twilight, and I told her, No way, I hate Twilight. So the other day, I ran out of socks, and my... and I opened my mom and dad's closet to borrow some of my dad's socks. <laughs> Welcome back to that. <laughs> and I found the Twilight book. The other day, I look at the tree and there's a present for me shaped exactly like the book. How should I react to the present? Okay, there's a lot of uh, twists and turns in this question. <laughs> First, uh, I want to say kudos to your mom that when you're like, hey, do you like Twilight? And you're like, no. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Got it, light bulb. <laughs> There's no way your mom, your mom might buy that book for you before that you have that conversation. There's no way your mom's like, well, <laughs> now I'm pot committed. So yeah. I guess. the twelve ninety nine damage is done. I've got to get this gift for him. Crabby book it is. Mm. Yeah, so close. It. Um, oh man, why are you in your daddy's closet looking for <laughs> socks? Were you in his sock closet? <laughs> Why does your dad have so many closets? Two questions: Why does your daddy have a sock closet, and B, why are you hunting for dad socks? They're gonna be way too big for your kid feet. (laughs) They're gonna fall down around your ankles. You're gonna look ridiculous, like some sort of stupid elf. Hey, here's the the correct answer to this question. Is this is how you act? Hey, mom and dad, thank you for you know giving me life and paying for everything, and also this book. I really appreciate everything you do for me, and I'll totally read it. Uh, the end yahoo use your random number responded yell what the beep and go shoot up an airport source call of duty modern warfare 2 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understand that's how the call of duty game starts he gets a twilight book and then he just loses it yeah, yeah. that's post that's the plot of postal 4 dude y- just be thankful for whatever you got whether you like it or not it's on christmas do <laughs> 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 that's on christmas do you really want your mumsy to be like, Why are you spoiled Ungrateful Brat? You might have more presents than that. Okay, Christmas is not about presents, even though that's pretty cool to include that in the tradition. <laughs> 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 Dude. I, lo- I love that Justin didn't preface that by saying it was another Yahoo Answers user, so it just sound like Justin just flowed straight off the dome. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna jump back to the middle of that answer though where the dude says, Maybe you have more presents than that. <laughs> I, God, I hope so. I'm getting you one thing it's I'm getting you one thing, it's the thing you say you don't like. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, how was uh how was your Christmas? It was pretty cool, I guess. I got a book. Oh yeah, was it like getting complete encyclopedia? No, it was it was twilight. I just got a twilight. I definitely definitely do not like it. <laughs> I was real sad, told my mom's beforehand, I didn't like it. I would have rather just had the thirteen dollars, but it's cool. Fonzie one twelve said, She is your mom and you have to act like you like it, but don't overact. Once uh every once in a while, look at it like you're reading it. I don't uh, like Twilight as well, <laughs> like, but give it a shot. For the rest of his life or like that day? I mean how uh Your mom asked you if you want Twilight, and you said, nope. And when you open Twilight, you can't be like, yeah! (laughs) I got it! Thank God, because I totally flipped my position on this in the past couple days. (laughs) I think you open, you look at it and go, uh okay. Yeah, you launch it right at your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool, cool. Thug. Just thug your mom right over the head with it. She's asking for it. You can say, this is that Kindle that I asked for, and then you throw it in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Look, now it's in the cloud. (laughs) Let's see here. Let's see what else I got here in my in my candle in my lights Uh, and your candle sack in my candle sack. Uh, my b- boyfriend and I will not be around family this year for Christmas. What's a good way to make a memorable Xmas for two? S- stumped Santa in San Diego. Uh, laser tag battle. Laser tag. It's not open. Buy your own laser tag. That's what I'm saying. You set up your own laser tag. You flip over the couches. You. Wait. Okay. Romantic holiday laser tag! Strip laser tag! Strip holiday. Everybody starts with Santa suits. Everybody ends with birthday suits. <laughs> Jesus birthday suits. And also the laser tag vest so that you can track your score. <laughs> I don't need to track it to remember this score. Mm. This is the sweetest Christmas score. I mean, the doing it. All right. uh, what if you just roam through the streets <laughs> of your neighborhood looking for people that have gone uh, to visit family? And you just do some Christmas cat burgling. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a second, Travis. Are you saying you go to the houses of people you know are out of town and you rob them? Yeah. And they say, hey, look what I just got you for Christmas. I got you. This DVD player. I got you a secret we can never share. (laughs) Now we're bound together forever, because if you ever leave me, I'll tell everyone you're a cat burglar. (laughs) How good at burgling do you have to be to be declared a cat burglar? I don't think you can just declare yourself that right away. I'm going to go rob that house, because I'm a cat burglar. I think you have to start off as like a rooster burglar, because they're real loud and annoying. <laughs> if you wear cat ears while you rob a house and then prowl around it on all fours and, <laughs> and you paint little whiskers on your meow. face and then if you get caught by the cops you can just say I'm a crazy person. <laughs> I'm gonna use the insanity defense. If you get that's that's the important thing. Dress like a cat. Because if you A lot of first timers (laughs) make the mistake of not dressing like a cat. Yeah, if you dress like a cat and you get caught the first time, you can you can use the insanity defense. You can purr and rub up against the police officer's leg and say, You can't arrest me, I'm a poor little calico. Meow! I'm just a big kitty cat. Yeah, you got any? You got any nip? Meow! Think of what they'll do to me in prison. <laughs> I can't go there. I'm a big kitty cat. <laughs> Meow! <laughs> Where's your Christmas spirit? And then he'll let you go, and then it's back to stealing <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <Just> walk back <laughs> into the house you just got let out of. <laughs> That- it's really gonna drive home <laughs> the insanity of that. What was the cat going? Uh, that big cat is <laughs> going back in the house. We just caught it. Uh, how did you catch him? Well, sir, it seems the cat came back the very next day. <laughs> uh. <coughs> That's how Catwoman started. <laughs> this is a very CSI Miami candle. <laughs> Um, What do you guys do for New Year's Eve? My friends and I agreed that it might actually be the worst holiday It's even worse if you're single Because when the countdown does happen All the couples kiss And then you have to stand there Alone A lonely doofus How do you do New Year's Eve and insights for the singles? That's from Ed in San Francisco If you can't get a smooch at midnight on New Year's Eve You are (sighs) unsmoochable That's an excuse when that clock turns over and the promise of a new year fills us with a sort of drunken hope. And you get to necking. Neck with literally anybody you see, and they'll be like, Yup, 2012! Yeah, you gotta get your sexy right. And go to a party where there's a lot of people. And then just pair off. Get there and be like, Ladies! You don't even have to pair off, just make sure you're standing near a group of other single people because you're not thinking about it. Coupled people. Only be able to kiss one person. Yeah, yeah. You can can bounce between people like pinball pinball. Yeah. As soon as the the balls drop, you just, the ball drops, you just look at the person next to you who's also seeing them and give them that nod like, is it us? What do you think? Mm -hmm. What's going down? And I think that, man, if you you think New Year's is a boring holiday, I'm sorry, but you're doing it wrong. Yeah, it's the best holiday. It is the time to be like, hey, remember all that stuff that we've had to deal with all year? That's dead now. This yeah. year is dead. The next year is a bright, shining, clean slate. Mm-hmm. Until December 20th. Until December 20th, when we all die. Then the whole universe is a clean slate. Then yeah. everything is a clean slate, and God shakes the extra sketch, and we start over. Right. The, the, and Dana Carvey forgets what happened the day before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I am I, not crazy about uh, New Year's. Really? Yeah, I'm not, I've never enjoyed it. I don't know why that is. I think it's because um, it's so far from Christmas. Yeah, I guess. I, I like Christmas a lot because of all the gifts and stuff. Mhm. New Year's Eve gifts. Mm. Well, I think when it comes to New Year's, I think you have two options as far as the parties go. And you have the quiet reflection with a small group of friends where you all sit around like drinking wine and beer and champagne and talking about what's happened over the last year and things you look forward to in the next Zzz. year. Which which can be nice. Yeah. And then you just have the wild, crazy party yeah. till two. Like, I think the problem comes from when you... Kind of end up at a party that's in the middle of those. Where it's like a bunch of people sitting around talking about how crappy the year was before. You really gotta make sure that you go to like a Skrillex concert and yeah. like at midnight pop some X, listen to him chop and screw all Lang Syne and like just go for it. Yeah. I've never lived in like a, a bigger city. Like Cincinnati is the biggest <sighs> city I've ever lived in. But mm-hmm. like the idea of going to a bar or a club as like my final destination, New Year's party I don't know, that seems like you're setting yourself up to pay a bunch of money for drinks. You're never gonna really get, you know, just pleasantly drunk. And also you're just surrounded by people that you don't know who are gonna be, you know, that's the biggest problem is the worry of lonely hearts that are gonna be bumming you out. At a bar there's gonna be people who are just desperate for human connection. Mm-hmm. You know, one time I was working I had a new, work New Year's Eve, the blockbuster was open inexplicably until midnight. As it, as it always was on the weekends. So I sat and watched the ball drop on a crummy little black and white TV. And there were, I kid you not, two people in there picking out videos. At midnight, New Year's Eve. Well, maybe they wanted to start out their year with a, with a six days and seven nights, you know? Well, that's, that's here's the twist. What well, they end up getting? Did you guess hush and nutty professor Two: the clumps oh because that is what they that's how they're kicking off the, that's the first movie they want to watch that year Those. but don't don't paint this into a bad picture because as soon as that ball dropped midnight they were magnetically drawn together and just started some you also like the clumps <laughs> i love the clumps they're married now yeah they're married now and their last name is the clumps <laughs> <laughs> how did they do it i don't know I think uh, it's pretty pretty fantastic, though. Do you guys have New Year's plans this year? Uh, I think we'll probably have uh, sort of a dinner party type thing with friends. Mm-hmm. Griffin, what are you doing? Skrillex. Skrillex concert. I'm going to do it in the mail and be really bored. Okay. <laughs> r- 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 I'm, I'm going to do steps. a Skrillex dinner with friends. R- 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 new Year. Can we all agree that 2011 was the year of the Skrillex? hmm <laughs> That's ast- what it says on the Chinese S- calendar. Skrillex is my astrological sign. Yeah, I was born under the Skrillex. Um, my outlook for next year is. <laughs> 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 That's all it said. Sorry again? <laughs> <laughs> on a monopoetically written out. Why don't people do more on a monopoetic dubstep? I don't know. Like written word dubstep? <laughs> hey, did you, did you read that new dubstep book? What are you talking about? <laughs> it said wub, 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 drug, drug, dr- dr-. <laughs> on the bass now. <laughs> what? Was, Get on the bass! I was written by Will am mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> It was really... It, the, it starts really slow, but once you reach about page 120 and you hit the drop... Oh, man. Yeah. It's so heavy. When it says, call 911 now, uh-huh. and then it really kicks it into high gear. Yeah. I like the part... In the third chapter it really got to me When it said doo. doodly, doodly, doodly. hmm I like that Because like it's it kind too. of a high counterpoint To the varp, 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 that's also printed on the page Over top of it mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how, why, if the layering is working I really well liked in the about the author section When it was like <laughs> I found the flashback chapter Really confusing Because uh, yeah. <laughs> it's reggae mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Paul Skrillex <laughs> lives in New England With his cat <laughs> His wife Dorothy. They are two kids, rah, 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 and <laughs> who go to school in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, Scarelegs! He wrote the book on dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> Most important things to him is his family and his walk with Christ. <laughs> this is. Uh, I want to hear Griffin's last question. Uh, but first. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for hanging out this year with us and, and spending so much of your time in our in our presence. Um, and, and thanks to MaximumFun.org. This is basically completing like our first year with them. And yeah, it's yeah. been awesome. Thank you guys. If you uh, have not listened to uh, any other Maximum Fun shows, get out there. MaximumFun.org. You can find Stop Podcasting Yourself, Judge John Hodgman, um, the the uh, Jordan Jesse Go. We got. Uh, a segment coming up on uh, Jesse Thorne's uh, relaunch of his song, of his show, Sound of Young America. He's relaunching it. It's called Bullseye now, and it's going to be on uh, NPR. And we are going to do at least one segment. So, uh, And it'll be also be on the web. There'll be uh, segments that from there you can listen to, and we'll be sure to tell you how to get those. And make sure you tell them how much you like us on it, so he'll continue to, to want to have us. And just tell everyone you see how much you like us. Yeah, all tell Tell and also, Maximum Fun is looking for an intern. Um, so I- if you're interested, I mean, it's a pretty sweet deal. Go check it out. I think it's MaximumFun.org slash intern. Is that is that where it is? Yes, is that, I believe is, that so. the, is that the actual web address? I'm I'm almost certain. Uh, or just yell at your computer, intern. No, it's, it's MaximumFun.org Maximum forward slash internships. Um, they need a good intern, and uh, you'll probably end up meeting some really interesting people and maybe uh, us. Maybe us, who knows? Probably not us. Probably not to. us. Maybe us. You'll We're see. creations of the internet. Uh I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for letting us use the song It's a Departure as our theme song. It's on the album Putting the Days to Bed, which hopefully everybody got for Christmas. Hey okay. yeah. yeah, John, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas John Roderick John. and the Long Winters. Um anything else to Oh, thank you to everybody who bought uh t-shirts for your friends and family for the uh for the Yuletide we saw a lot of great pictures. I know Gali AE got a shirt. Um and and anybody else you can always get more stuff like that at maxfunstore.com or .org. Try them both. Try them both. One of them will work. And uh thanks to everybody who came out to the live shows. We posted them for our last two episodes and uh uh, we hope everybody had a good time there. We certainly did, and uh, we, we're going to do more soon, so stay tuned. Yep. So we'll see you in the new year. See you in 2012. Yeah, one last year, guys. Let's do it. Let's close out human existence with a bang. Uh, JC Fletcher sent in this final Yahoo question. Thank you, JC Fletcher. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ryan, who asks What is the exact angle for getting gold properly with a sluice box? <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy I'm Travis McElroy I'm Griffin McElroy This has been my brother, my brother and me Kiss your dad Wear on the lips Team Keep your heart, three stacks Keep your heart, hey Keep your heart, three stacks Keep your heart, man These girls are smart, three stacks These girls are smart Play your part